When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. Today I'm talking about the importance of acknowledging the progress that you've made when you're on any type of self-discovery, self-improvement, whatever type of, of journey you're on to better yourself. It is really freaking important to periodically take a moment to acknowledge just how far you have come. Because the tendency, especially if you're, if you're like me, the tendency is to constantly be pushing forward, constantly be telling yourself that you aren't humble enough or smart enough or courageous enough or whatever it is that, that you still have more work to do. And that's the reality, right? Because, you know, we're, we're never going to be the most perfect person, right? There's no such thing as perfection. So as we continue to sort of chip away at this idea, um, it, you can get so caught up in the pursuit that you you really miss seeing how just how far you've come. And so this topic popped into my mind because of two things that happened recently uh, with Sarah and I, both of which are such amazing examples of really the progress that her and I have made in a lot of different areas in our lives. And um, the first example was something that I did. So we have a five-month-old baby girl. Her name's Maya. And when I was growing up, being in the water was a huge thing. Uh, I, I started learning how to swim when I was super early. I lived out in California, so we always spent time at the beach and the water. And that was something that I always have, have envisioned for Maya, her having this, this love for water. So I was talking to a friend of ours over the weekend, and she was telling me that uh, they started swim lessons or, you know, they started exposing their kids to, to water when they were about three months old. And I was like, oh, dang, okay, Maya's, Maya's past the three-month mark, so I can go ahead and expose her to water. And so what I had always wanted to do, uh, because I bathe Maya every night, I, I hop in the bathtub with her and... Um, I bathe her, and it's just an incredibly beautiful bonding moment for us. And I've just wanted to pour water on her head or actually like dip her head under the water just so that she could experience what it's like to, to, to be in water in that way. And so when my friend told me that she had, uh, she had exposed her kids at three months in a pool, 
Um, and she said that you know there was a technique for for dipping your baby into the water and uh, moving them in such a way that the water flows down, you know, down over their nose and over their mouth so that it doesn't go up because that's no fun. We all know what that feels like. So she was telling me this technique, and I'm like, all right, sweet, I'm gonna try that on our next bath night. So I, uh, you know, we're preparing for the bath, Sarah and I, and I said, babe, I want to uh, dip Maya's head in the water today. And um, I want you to, you know, be cool with that and just trust me. And I knew that that was a big thing for, for Sarah that, um, you know, I had brought it up jokingly in the past and, it, and, and she kind of laughed it off. But I, I knew it was something that she was a little nervous about, uh, which I get, you know, sticking your baby's face in the water for the first time. I, I understand it. And so I asked her to trust me. I said, just, just trust that I, I know what I'm doing and that it's okay. And, you know, Nancy said that, that she had done it with, with her kids at three months old. So we're past the mark. So we're cool, right? And, I, and I'm basically creating the case and telling her this is going to happen. And so she, she got on board. And she was like, cool. So we're sitting in the tub and I'm like, all right, babe, I'm going to dip Maya's face in the water. She's like, all right. And she, Sarah kind of braces herself like, oh, God, what's going to happen? And I, I took Maya and I positioned her the way that I was told how to position. And I, I got her and just quickly dipped her in the water and brought her back up. And when I brought her out of the water, all I heard was, <coughs> she was choking, basically. She had, had breathed in the water or had swallowed the water and she was just coughing it all back up. And her face was beet red. And I felt like shit. I felt so terrible in that moment. I, I was like, oh, my God, I broke our baby. And, you know, I'm sitting here just rubbing her back, trying to be cool myself. Like, it's OK. You know, Maya's all right. And I am half expecting Sarah to to freak out or break down or do something to show just how, you know, infuriated she was with me. And I look over with her, and she just has this this look in her eyes, like my my baby, oh my goodness. But she was so cool and calm and collected, and I did not expect that at all. I really didn't. And as we talked about it later on, and Maya's okay, by the way, she's fine. Uh, she, I don't even know what happened if she she aspirated water or swallowed it, but. Um, it got in somewhere that it probably shouldn't have been, and she coughed it up, and just, you know, less than five minutes later, she was cool, and she was smiling and giggling and doing all her baby stuff, so she was fine. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And, and so Sarah and I were talking about this later, and... 
you know, it, it came up just like, I, I think I, oh, you know what it was? I'm remembering now. Um, that same night after Maya had gone down to bed, I was a little shook, to be honest. I was like, damn, I can't believe that I caused Maya pain, you know, because she was crying, Maya was crying. And just as, as, a, as, a, as a parent, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to hurt your kids. And so I felt like I hurt her. So I felt terrible. And something came over me like, wow, you know, Sarah was amazing during that experience. You know, she didn't freak out at me. She didn't, she didn't yell. She didn't blame me. She didn't say, I'm never letting you do that again. And I knew, I knew that if I said, hey, Sarah, I want to try this again tomorrow night, she would be okay. I knew she would, she would say, okay, she would go along with it because she trusted me. And so, you know, a few hours after Maya went down to bed, I just walked over to Sarah. I think she was laying in bed and uh, I sat next to her and I just looked at her in the eyes and I said, I really want to acknowledge you for how amazing you were through the whole bathtub incident. Um, and I just, I affirmed her. I, I said, you know, you had every reason to to yell at me, to, you know, flip out, to snatch Maya away from me and, and to not let me try to, to console her. Like she had every, as her mother, I, I would have totally understood if she, if she did that, but she didn't. She trusted me. She trusted me before, and I know that she still trusted me after. And so I acknowledged, and later we both acknowledged, the, the tremendous growth that, that Sarah has, has uh, experienced, has gone through, because Sarah from a few years ago would have absolutely flipped her shit. She absolutely would have gone postal on me, and there would have been a huge withdrawal of trust from her emotional bank account. But it didn't happen this time. And I'm grateful for that, obviously. You know, I don't want to be the one to, to cause any, uh, any strife in our relationship or, or in our parenting. But Sarah is also incredibly grateful for her own growth because that growth that she has gone through and all of the reps, I mean, she's put in so many, so many reps in trusting, trusting herself, trusting other people, trusting life, and surrendering. You know, a quick tangent, um, I've spoken on this podcast before about the concept of faith and faith being trust plus surrender. And that is something that both Sarah and I have been practicing very intentionally for a while now. And so it's the fact that, you know, Sarah had been practicing trusting and surrendering that she was able to do so when I, when I said I wanted to dip Maya in the tub and that she continued to do so after the fact. And just, you know, so again, acknowledging that tremendous growth because there absolutely was a time when uh, her and I would, would probably still be uh, at, you know, at odds on this. And if this was years ago, there might still be some, some feelings that needed to be uh, worked on. But that isn't the case now. And so, you know, I think it's super important for everyone, um, especially, you know, you're listening to this podcast, you're into this sort of uh, self-improvement um, type of, of content, whether it's books or podcasts or audio things, whatever it is, courses. And I'm imagining that you are doing different things. I'm imagining that you're practicing different things. I'm imagining that, you know, you are, are, are trying things out and, and you're interested in, in bettering yourself and healing yourself and growing. And so 
just as it's so important, it was important for Sarah and I to acknowledge her growth in that moment, it is as important for you to just take a minute, just take a, a minute. I mean, I'm sure you're incredibly busy, right? Like you're doing so many different things and you're fulfilling so many different roles and you, you have all these different responsibilities and you never feel like you have enough time. But this, taking time to do this thing, really helps put things in perspective and helps ground you. And so that's what it, we, Sarah and I experienced from this, uh, this bathtub incident. And that's just my first example. I have one more. Um, and this second example has to do with budgeting. And I will, you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old. And I, I can say with, uh, with confidence that for 28 years, I had a horrible relationship to money, to my personal finances, and really didn't understand what budgeting was. And it wasn't until about two years ago that I started to work on that because I realized that when I would, I needed to look at my numbers, my bank account statements, my, my credit card uh, statements, look at um, how much money I was bringing in, look at my credit score, like that stuff brought up serious anxiety within me. Um, it was something that I always, always wanted to avoid. I couldn't wait for those experiences to be done. I couldn't wait to get off the phone with whoever it is I was talking when it was about money. And I, I would do everything to just sort of ignore what was happening um, to the point where, you know, when I was out, out of college in my early mid twenties, um, I would ignore like creditor phone calls, you know, like I would see a number that, uh, that, that I didn't recognize. I would assume it was a creditor because for a period of time it was, and I would just ignore them. And then I would get letters and IRS statements and like all sorts of shit. And it, totally impacted my quality of life. Totally, totally. Not only because of the stress and the anxiety that, you know, I could feel physically with my, my heart rate increasing and sweating and all this stuff, but knowing that I had this, this, this thing within me, this area within me that I was so afraid of, like knowing that that was in me never really allowed me to truly step into my, my awesomeness. And so in this example, like that's the context, right? That, that's where we were. Sarah was similar. She had similar fears. And so um, her and I used to have these budgeting meetings. You know, we would, um, we've been married for, this will be three years in 2017. So we've been together for, I think, four or five years. And early in our relationship, we, we merged our finances. So we would have these conversations around money, uh, you know, years ago. And, you know, when we would get together and we were like, okay, okay, we put it off too long, we got to talk about money, there would be like anxiety within, within both of us as that was happening. And so we got to the point where we were just really avoiding it, you know, it would, it would go on as long as, as we could take it without actually sitting down and looking at the numbers and then we, we realized that we had to make sure we were both at a, at a cool place before we could, we could embark on our finances. And it's, it's really funny looking back now, I'm, I'm sort of realizing this. Many times we would have sex or we would, we would be intimate in some way before going into our finances because that was a way for us to make sure that we were both in a cool place. Like, I kid you not, that's what we used to do. And uh, I mean, I think that's, kind of cool. Like I would right now I would want to be budgeting every damn day if that was what that was the prerequisite to it. But uh, for us, it was like if we weren't in a really peaceful, 
you know, emotionally filled up place, it would result in some sort of breakdown. Typically, Sarah would cry. Um, I would be, uh, I wouldn't be very, very compassionate or very kind um, because I'd be frustrated because I would be very scarce thinking about what we don't have as opposed to what we do have. Now, however, now we have these, these budgeting meetings. We do it every week. Uh, we sit down and we look at our numbers and, you know, we have a spreadsheet and we've been doing um, Dave Ramsey's financial piece. So if, if, you're, if you're familiar, if you're not familiar with Dave Ramsey's financial piece, uh, it's this pretty awesome process to really getting a grasp on your finances. And it, he takes you through um, what he calls the seven baby steps. And uh, the first of the, I don't, I'll try to remember them. Uh, first baby step is uh, building up an emergency fund to $1,000. Um, the second one is snowballing all your debt. So starting off with your smallest debts and getting rid of that one, and then taking that money and putting it into your next smallest debt until that's complete, and then taking all that money, putting it into your third, and yada, 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 until you're done. Um, the fourth is, I think, four to six months of savings. This is, or sorry, the third was that. And anyway, uh, I'm not gonna even going to try. I'm going to mess them all up. I'll put a link in the show notes. But we've been doing that for about two years. And so when we sit down to our budget meetings now, they flow. They flow. And we can look at our numbers and know what they are and not judge them. That's what we were doing before. We were judging them. We can just look at them and be like, these are the numbers. This is where we're at for this month. Cool. And we can keep it moving because that you know keeps us in a powerful place. And I think after this past meeting, we really took a moment to be like, damn, we've come a long, long way with our budgeting. Come a long way. Not only in the practice of it, because now we actually budget. And what's cool is I used to think budgeting was a way for people who didn't have any money to stretch their money further. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now what I view it as, my relationship towards it, is I'm managing my abundance. I'm managing my financial abundance. And it really has been this this fundamental shift from being in a scarce place to being in an abundant place when thinking about finances and my ability to generate and attract finances and wealth. And so that's the context we have. A complete freaking 180 from where it was before when we were avoiding different things, when we were fighting, when we were having these conversations, when there was anxiety and, you know, we, we, it's just a huge, huge amount of growth that we've both experienced. And it's important to acknowledge that. It's important to be like, wow, you know, 
like we've come a long, long way with our with our our financing, our our managing of the finances, and we still have a ways to go, and that's totally cool. And and it's not saying that we're gonna stop. It's not saying that we're going to uh, no longer try to learn uh, ways to enhance our personal finances. Not at all. But it's saying like, listen, we've come a long damn way. You know, we've taken a thousand steps. Yeah, we've got more steps to go. But let's let's take a look back behind us and see all those footprints because each one of those footprints is different than the one before it. Each one represents a little bit of growth. Even when it seems like we take a few steps forward and then even more steps backwards, there's still growth happening. There's still growth happening. So that's, that's what we're talking about today. And that's the whole point of this conversation right now is no matter where you are, no matter how far away from your goal you feel that you are, it's important to know that you have grown. That the person that you are today is different from the person you were yesterday. And the person that you are going to be tomorrow is going to be different than the person you are today. And that it's really just up to you how, how big of a gap you want to make from today to tomorrow. It's really up to you how much of, of the growth and you know how the pace of that growth and what that looks like and what your personal transformation feels like. That's all that is up to you. And no matter which, how far you are in your process, if you just started, if you're years into it, if you feel like you're almost complete, like take a second to just breathe in how far you've come because you've come pretty damn far. And it's also very important that you surround yourself with people who are going to help acknowledge and help do other things along your journey. I think there's, there's definitely three types of people that you want to have on your team. Two types of people you want to have on your team and one person who's going to be there anyway. The first type is that person who's going to push you. They're the person who's going to really hold your feet to the fire. They're going to tell you like it is. They're going to tell you things that you don't want to hear, but you need to. They're going to call you on your bullshit, and they're going to, they're going to hold you to your, to your own personal standard of greatness, whatever that looks like for you. They're going to hold you to who you say you want to be. It is so important to have that person in your life. It's equally as important to have the person in your life who's going to acknowledge your growth, who's going to say, hey, listen, I know that you, you, you're feeling the fire right now. I know that you're in it. I get it. But let's both take a minute to just acknowledge how far you've, become, how far you've come. Let's just, let's just take a minute to realize how much of a badass you really are. Let's look at that mountain that you just climbed. That was a big-ass mountain. You made it. Right? Like, Sarah, like, a year ago, you would have chewed my head off for dunking Maya in the pool or in the, in the tub. You know? Three years ago, we would have chewed each other's head off when we were in our budget meetings. Probably would have wanted to end the meeting with a drink. That's how, how, how crappy we were feeling afterwards. But man, we've grown. And the, 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 the next, the, the final person who is on your team, they are in your corner, are the people who are watching you. The people who are learning through your leadership example. People who are saying, ah, okay, I see how that person's doing it. I'm going to model that. So this episode, just 
the big takeaway, acknowledge how far you've come. Recognize that, you know, you are more confident, more cool, more calm, more collected than you think you are. That you've come a lot farther than you might think you have. It's okay if you still got got a ways to go in your journey. We all do. There is no final destination. So take a minute and be like, dang, I'm pretty awesome. I've come a long way. That is it for today. I I don't even need to have a formal move for you. Just go and, and take a minute to reflect. Like literally, pick up your phone. Everybody's got a smartphone these days. Set a timer for five minutes and just think about the growth that you've made in one or two areas that you know you've been intentional about. Just take a, take a few minutes to do that. Pat yourself on the back. And then keep moving. Keep trucking. After that five minutes goes off, be like, all right, cool. I'm a badass. Let's keep going. Because you got a lot more growing to do, a lot more healing, a lot more amazing things to, to put out into the world and to create. But for now, it's cool to reflect. That is it. That is it for today. The, uh, the notes and some links on this episode are going to be on firesidenetwork.com. That's where this show lives. You can find all the episodes on there and all the links, all the great stuff over at firesidenetwork.com. Uh, what else? Anything else? Yeah, if, you, if you've enjoyed this show, I would so love a, an iTunes review. Um, the iTunes review is not necessarily for me. Um, it's to help other people discover this show. Uh, the show has been hanging out on the iTunes charts uh, for a long time. I mean, since its launch, it's been hanging out uh, near the top of, of the self-help section on iTunes, new and noteworthy, which is pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I'd love to for, for more folks to kind of get these, these little bite-sized episodes in their, in their earballs. So uh, leave a review on iTunes. iTunes is the best place to do it. And uh, yeah, if you have any feedback, if you have anything that you want me to give you feedback on, if you have any questions or comments, any of that great stuff, you can shoot me an email. My personal email address is mattcbivens at gmail.com. And I promise I will get back to you. Just, you might have to give me a couple days because, you know, this, this little parenthood thing sometimes takes me away from the computer. And that is it, people. That is it. I really appreciate you listening. Uh, I appreciate you hanging out with me for a few minutes. And uh, with that, my name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.